Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Hey friends, here's a few upcoming dates you should know about. T.J. and I will be performing August 22nd through 24th at the House of Comedy in Minnesota. I'll be headlining Sunday the 25th. The following weekend, August 30th through September 1st, we'll be together again at the American Comedy Club in San Diego. On September 8th, T.J. will be in Mill Valley at the Sweetwater Music Hall, and both of us will be in Edmonton, September 12th through 14th at the House of Comedy. I'll be headlining that Sunday the 15th, and that's it. Hope you enjoy this hot and tasty pod. Welcome back to Cashing In, and I've got a very exciting show for you today. One of my favorite guests is going to come by, and I know he is, because I have bought him a donkey. And when you buy someone a donkey, um, they definitely come over to pick it up, you know? Uh, it's something a lot of people get excited about. One of the great gifts anyone can give another man is a donkey, especially in this day and age. I mean, I don't know what it was like in yesteryear, but I'll tell you what it's like now. Giving your buddy a donkey is a great moment, and I want you to be there to experience it. So... My good friend T.J. Miller is about to come over, and the surprise is even greater than you can imagine. I got him two donkeys. So <laughs> not only one, he thinks he's coming over for one donkey. I have two donkeys here. And wait a second. I think I hear his footsteps. Hey, buddy. Let's buy this donkey. <laughs> How you doing? Listen, buddy, I, I don't even need you. I don't even need. I put the donkey. I the donkey in the back room. Okay. Let's, you know what? Before we, before you I offered to sell me a single donkey, and I'm here to buy that donkey. You know what? You don't even have to buy it. I'm going to give it to you. No. I'm the kind of guy that doesn't let his no. friend buy a donkey mm-hmm. from him. I give my donkeys away. No, I just I was talking about this. I'm my the father, that's who I am. I wanted to give don't my, insult me. I I apologize. I'm the kind of guy that gives donkeys away. My father, I thought that he only wanted to give me half of a donkey, not even the donkey at all. But I realize if you go to dinner and you buy the whole donkey, mm-hmm. and then later you go out for drinks afterwards and somebody says, I want to buy this donkey. And you say, no, 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 I'll buy this donkey. They go, hey, look, let me buy one of the donkeys. So 
I would I would prefer to buy the single donkey. Well, look, let's talk about. You know what I'd like from you in lieu of payment for the donkey because you know I like giving donkeys away. That's go. my thing. That's my thing. Is Lately, that the guy that gives? Is that the guy that gives donkeys away? Cash levy? Yeah, that's the guy that Lately, likes to give donkeys it has been away. Your thing. You're actually April's called me a couple. A lot of, times of people don't realize it. this, but I gave Jeff the donkey. Really? Yeah. And it was such a great donkey. He overshadowed that was Jeff. A curse. I was going to yeah. say you gave. A lot of people him... don't know the lineage and the story behind that. That's no. the. You know what? And that's the. That's the lineage. That's the lineage, <laughs> and that was a donkey gift that ended up being a curse. You never look a donkey horse in the gift mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I want to do another podcast. Would you do a podcast with me, and then we'll talk about the yeah, donkey? Yeah, I mean, listen, I came here to buy a single. I know. Solitary donkey. Yeah. And I'm really excited. And I'm so, so excited, too, because I, I have a really great surprise for you. But we'll talk about I it later. I can't wait. I bet this is going to be a good donkey. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a good donkey. I mean, you're, you're going to be surprised. You're going to be uh, very surprised. I had so much But fun. in the meantime, I haven't seen you in like a month. Right. And, uh, and it's been like literally months, days, even hours even since I've hours seen you. It's been literally I've minutes since I've seen you. I seen and here you are. Minutes, How you doing, right? buddy? I'm doing well. You know, we, you and I have been, uh, we've been touring. And I, I was away. Kate was very sick. Uh, she's preparing for an installation uh, festival. Uh-huh. In France, she was sick for, geez, two weeks? No, two months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was just bad. And you canceled just, a bunch of stuff to uh, yeah, spend to time with your wife. Because, but you know what? Uh, what? What did we say about that? This is very important. Yeah. It should always be your partner first, right? Well, it has to be. Because. To be. Well, you said something really interesting about yeah. this. Tell, tell the 12 and a half. Because you uh, said without these women, you know, whatever it may be for you, but without yeah. these women. Yeah. Without, I tried to quote it to Kate. Sometimes without those, without your relationship, whatever it might be. uh Things can fall apart, and they can fall apart quick. <laughs> really? Yeah, and especially the older we get, sometimes right. it's good to, uh, to 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 hang on to somebody. Now, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna be real with you. My wife seems she seems immune to my charms lately. Uh, I left on this trip. This is a two day trip, and I said, <laughs> "Honey, give me give me a hug uh, before I go." I was getting a little sad. I had to leave the family, right. and I go, "Give me a hug," and. Uh, she goes, uh, she, <laughs> she, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm forgetting the, I'm forgetting the punchline. You tried of the to story. tell me this, uh, yeah. before the pod and, uh, you couldn't say it. It was I, too funny to you. It's so late at night. Uh, no, but before you were like, yeah, she so goes, funny, she goes, make me chuckle all day. She goes, she goes, uh, you're only leaving for two. I go, give me a hug. She goes, you're only leaving for two days. What are you, Odysseus? <laughs> she goes, get out of here. I'll give you a hug when you get back. Really? <laughs> yeah. And did you receive the hug or no? Well, I'm not home yet, but you know, she really didn't give a hug on the way out. Nah, she gave me a hug. She's just, she's, they become she's immune so to your charms. Yeah, but that's really fun. They, they do become a little bit more like, that's so funny though. The idea of like. What are you, Odysseus? I'll see you in two days. But I went to one of my favorite musicians' shows um, since we last saw each other. And it turned out uh, there were a couple seats in the VIP area that I happened to be sitting in. And these two kids next, this is probably my favorite uh, musical performer. 
in the world. And I don't want to say who it is because uh, I don't want him to hear this podcast and to know exactly uh, what happened. But I I was sitting with these two kids and they were on their iPhones. What on earth could this story be? I'll explain to you. I was, I'm just, this, is an, this is how people become immune to your, your gifts. Yeah. And this one lady was really talking the whole show. And eventually I said, I, April goes, don't say anything to her. I go, why? I, I, she you goes, tend to ask she goes, she goes, cause that, that lady is probably his wife. No. And, 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 how and, could she have told that? Wife because we were in the family. VIP area and there were two kids sitting next to us. Now at the end of the show, <laughs> the two kids went on stage and started singing with them. What? And the kids then came back for the encore to the. It was his wife who was talking the whole show. It was like wife sense. Yeah, it was wife sense. But also was when you've seen someone perform a lot of times, you become oblivious to their charms. I mean, this guy, we were so thrilled to see him. So many other thousands of people were. But there were three people in the room that couldn't care less his two kids and his wife. Exactly. Yeah. That's why Kate, Kate doesn't even really come to many of my shows anymore. I don't even really ask her to kind of come because I don't think, you know, she she said to me the other day, this is actually amazing. This is my version of the Odysseus yeah. story, okay? <laughs> it really is. It's yeah. actually perfect. Yeah. So we're at this, you know, we live in Manhattan. We're at this stupid, weird shoe store and I went in there and these shoes were on sale and I was like look at these what do you think of these and she goes oh those are cool she goes those are suede they're blue suede I say yeah my blue suede shoes <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. so he goes yeah but um I don't know and I was like yeah no I mean I obviously don't need them but they're pretty cool right and she goes yeah they're just hard to care for and I said what do you mean she said well you can't get water on them. And I was like, yeah, okay. I mean, I, and you can scotch guard them so I can wear them. I, I don't have to wear them in the rain. And she said, yeah, it's just like, you know, they really can't get like a lot of water on them. And I said, well, I mean, I probably would just wear them to perform, right? Yeah. Because they would go great with that suit. Yeah. And she said, yeah, no, I mean, I like them. I definitely. I definitely like them. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. And so we walk out of the store and walking. And I turn to her and I go, you know, I don't do like the Evian spray thing anymore. And I also don't like splash water in my face anymore. Yeah. She goes, you know, I didn't want to say it in there, but you just, you do spill a lot on yourself. And I was like, spill what? What do you mean? <laughs> she goes, you, you spill a lot of water on yourself. And I said, how long has it been? Since you've seen my act, it was the HBO special. Since I have spilled water, all the sprayed water and the Evian, but I don't do any of that anymore. She goes, I know. I said, you saw me at the comic strip, right? Didn't you? Just merely six months ago? Was I spraying water all? She goes, you know what? Forget I mentioned it. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. I said, you know what it is? You just, you don't come and see shows that often. So you don't know. I'm I'm not at a water spilling stage. It's, my, it's not the phase I'm in in I'm my career. I'm done with that. I'm done with the water. <laughs> Finito. So she said, "Okay, all right, okay." I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mentioned it tonight. As I poured water into a ventriloquist dummy's mouth, 
that cascaded down the front of the dummy and all <laughs> over realized. my feet and all over the floor. I think she's a little more up to date than I thought. <laughs> I, I didn't even remember that. That's uh, that, I didn't either. Yeah. That's why I was like, what is your problem? I'm done with this water spilling. She just she didn't want to say to me like I you do TJ you but, do but spill water it's, all it's over interesting because I know that I know logically that the um, the love a crowd will give a person after a show or during a show uh, would not be sustainable uh, the friendliness that they show the sometimes even uh, maybe once every blue moon admiration even after a good that, show dude that would be so funny the idea right? listen the idea of a sh- a, like an audience being like that was great like yeah. partial standing ovation or they're yeah. just like waiting afterwards to say hello anything and then you're like cool so what do you want to do now you want to go like get something to eat or you want to just go home and they're like oh whatever whatever you want yeah, yeah. sure and you're like oh get something to eat and then you go and get something to eat and you're like, all right all right well let, should we head back to your place and they're like it's a crowd remember this yeah. is like hundreds yeah. of people sure um yeah, I guess we could go back to, you know, our collective places. You're like, great, that's great. And then if that crowd had to, like, hang out with you for the next, like, two or three weeks, eventually they'd be like, jeez, oh, he burps a lot in public. Totally. Now. You know it's not sustainable. And then, and, then, and, then, and then in two months or three months, the crowd would be telling their crowd friends, like, I don't know, I just can't shake him. Like, yeah. He's so clingy, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, he was funny at the casino, I know, but I, I know. just... Now he's like asking him, you know, what are we doing tonight, the day before? Like, what? But it's not just about crafts. This is how love starts for everybody. There's a chemical reaction when people fall in love. The first six months, they're completely delusional about each other. And it wears off. And it's a bummer because it well, is the, fun. Uh, it the, is fun to have somebody really dig you. The, and the, you the, miss uh, that. You miss that. But the problem is to have to continually replace that over and over again in your life is the only answer. You either stick with one or you have to replace that first six months and do that over and over and over again. As exciting as it is, it is a pain to keep finding those uh, that uh, combination because it doesn't happen that often in the first place. I don't, I'm not sure I'm 100% on this because Kate and I kind of, we definitely have moments where we're like, ah, oh, this fucking idiot, you know. But I'm not sure that we we're very lucky, but I'm not sure that I I I think you gotta find new ways to charm her. And sometimes that doesn't work. For instance, today I bought her a calla lily flower, a single white lily. Brought it to her after she was done with her appointment. She comes back, I give it to her, she's like, Oh, this is so sweet of you, thank you. On the way back, I had bought a little red moon Donkey? cactus. No. No? I can't. I look. Why do you think I'm buying one from you? <laughs> so there was a little moon cactus. Yeah. And I thought, how romantic would it be to ask her to come into the flower shop, point out the moon cactus, the very moon cactus, and say, what do you think of that? And she goes, that's really pretty. And then I go, well, it's yours, so go ahead and take it. Because I'd already paid for it, you know, yeah. and I had. But, you know, the very sweet Chinese family that owns the place, like, we cannot leave it on the, so we have to, that's okay. Put it behind, and I'll just point to any one of these moon cacti. 
So on the way back, she's like, let's just go across the street. I'm so tired. And I go, yeah, but let's, let's walk this way to get across the street. And she says, well, that's not a way to – come on. And I bring her into the flower shop, and I go, hey, what do you think of these? I was looking at these earlier, waiting for her to be like, those are so pretty. And then I go, guess what? You already own one. Bring it out from the back, Jack. I, I remember his name. I think it was Alan. And so I, I, I waited for her, and she looked, and she goes, I don't know. And then I look above it at another one. I'm like, well, do you like that one? She's like, oh, that one's really cool. And then I look, and it's like $65. So then I try and bring her back down and go, but look, at these are called moon cactus. Mm. It's really pretty yeah. right. What do you think? Moon wizard cacti. Moon wizard Moon cactus. wizard. Moon wizard. And... And and she looks down and she goes, yeah, I just don't like the vase, really. Do you like it? And I was like, because the one I had bought her is in the same. Mm, yeah, no, I actually I think it's cool. It's white. It kind of disappears into the brightness. At this point, it's all crashed and burned. Yeah. All I want to do is turn and go, can I get a refund? I made a mistake. Yeah. I thought I could charm her. With yeah. It. And she said, well, I don't, yeah, I don't know. And I said, well, look, I... I bought you one of these. It became so unromantic. I go, I bought one. Can I see the one that I bought? And they just bring it out. And it's got a bow on it. Like, I did the whole thing, you know? And I go, it's a moon cag, so we can just... Re-. And then she opens it up and looks at it. And she goes, no, it's the best one. And I said, yeah, but we can get... Let's, you know, we can come back and maybe we'll get the other one when we... What have money to afford a fucking $65 cactus? Whatever the fuck... <laughs> But I said, we don't... And she goes, no, 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 this one's so much prettier than the other ones. And I said, really? She goes, yeah, yeah. And I said, oh, okay, yeah, we can keep this one. And we brought it back, and, and she then took she it said, out of the bag, and she said, you know, we could even keep it down here by the sink. Because you're going to get water all over it. <laughs> and then it died. I just spilled <laughs> water all over it. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. It is. It was. I was just building towards her going. Let's keep it in the kitchen, and I'm like nearer to the trash can. Like it's yeah, just. Yeah. It's they're not immune to your charms, but so you even, think she was faking it? I don't know. She faked the cactasm. She faked the cactasm. Yeah, that's a catchphrase if I've ever fucking faking heard the cactasm. That's when you you know you someone gives you a gift. You don't like you, it. You don't love it, but you act like it was a orgasmic experience. You, for it. Like, you know, you, you fake act the, like suddenly the like cactasm. an orgasm. You act suddenly like, oh my, oh, it's happening. I but didn't it's think it was perfect. Gonna, but I love it because it, it came perfect. from you. Same thing happened with me with uh, a dress I bought April. I thought I knew the she kind of uh, it was a green dress. She had a cactasm. She had a cactasm. Cactasm. She faked a cactasm. She was cactastic. Yeah, in that cactasm. she was. She was, and she and I have never seen her not only put on the dress, but I haven't seen it since. Oh, she definitely got rid of it. And I was in New Orleans, and I saw it in a window. No, and I thought that would be the most perfect dress for her. And I know not to buy clothing for my wife. That's a kind of a risky thing. That's a big. She's very no, unique. That's a big no. No. That's a big no. No. But I thought this that's is the big, exception. No, 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 this no. is the big exception. I'm in New Orleans. I know it's going to be perfect. The mannequin looked just like her. Really? <laughs> I, don't the, know if, I don't know if you listeners know this, twelve and a half. But 
Uh, April has uh, no eyes, no nose, uh, blank, exactly. white face. Yeah, uh, just a completely a disaster of a human being. No genitalia, <laughs> uh, no spacing in between the fingers. Just right. the shape of a hand. The mannequin looked exactly exactly like her. Like her. The spitting image of her. So I get the, the I get image. it. So I buy the mannequin can't spit. Neither can April because they don't have mouths. So I buy <laughs> I buy the dress, and I don't even I don't even want it to lose shape. I buy the mannequin also. No, that no. I, I, I bought that. the mannequin. Bought it rode next mannequin. to me on the airplane with the dress on it. Strangely, the mannequin. Just so got, I could experience what it was going to be like to be ma- traveling with my wife on some other occasion. Strangely, the mannequin got the aisle seat. <laughs> the mannequin didn't complain about the airplane food at all. <laughs> and didn't think it was hacky that I even made an airplane food joke. In this podcast. A mannequin at one point said, when we land, let's do whatever you want to do. <laughs> you know, the more I'm thinking about it, the mannequin might have been the way to go. The mannequin said, I'm not finishing my dessert. Yeah. Do you want it? Yeah. The mannequin laughed at all my jokes. The mannequin wasn't said looking to at the her cell phone. The mannequin said to the stewardess, hey, uh, can I have another double uh, gin and soda? <laughs> and the stewardess says, just for you? And she says, oh, no, he'll have one, too. And then the mannequin passed her gin over to me. The mannequin noticed that my swimsuit uh, drawstring had fallen out and found another string and re-sewed it in the so mannequin, that my pants would not fall off, my, my swimsuit would not fall off when I was in the water. The mannequin, when she saw that I had a button missing, yeah. said, you have a button missing. And I said, oh, I guess I'll take it to get a button. And she goes, well, I could easily sew a button. And then the mannequin didn't wait four weeks to not do it. The mannequin sewed a button on that very night. You know what the mannequin did? The mannequin said, I've noticed you haven't showered in three days. And it doesn't bother me a bit. And I, you know I what? think you smell your, great. Your musk brings me closer to you. The mannequin... The mannequin... Asked me, would you like to have sexual intercourse with me and three Russian prostitutes? And when I said no, the mannequin said, I won't let you say no. I don't want to get too graphic here, but the other night, April and I, before I left town, before she claimed I was like Odysseus. Fucked a mannequin. She, no, I don't want to get too graphic, but we fooled around. And afterwards, I asked, I, I had been out uh, surfing all day and I was sunburned. And she said it was like making love to a radiator. What? That's what she said. <laughs> so because it was so hot, because I was so like burnt on my body that she was just so. That's not the kind of comment you'd get in your first six months. That's all I'm saying. No. You got to wait and get that right deep into it. Yeah, Kate said. So I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. It's not going to be. It's not going to be ever. As exciting is that first egg roll at the gas station. I don't. Uh oh. I walked up to the gas station. Egg roll time. Now, I want to say in this context, Cash and I are at the Valley Forge Casino. He has yeah. somehow gotten a single donkey. Yep. In the back room. Into here. the back room. Yeah, I'll give it to you at the end of the episode. And we, uh, we just did two shows, and I thought the Valley Forge went really well. These casino mm-hmm. shows can be as casual, can, but it, it can be. A bloodbath. I told you before the show, I'm like, this is going to be a bloodbath. An absolute bloodbath. So it didn't end up being that. 
It ended up being quite beautiful. But, I mean, you know, they were really drunk. But it was great. And um, They were fun. Yeah. Right. It was really fun. And so, at the end of the night, though, at a casino, they give you comped food and then a room comp. And uh, so, you want to use that. I mean, so we ordered... Uh, they give us $75. I ordered $75.67 of Asian food, peanut butter mud cake, ramen noodles. And um, I don't think the peanut butter mud cake came either. Broth. Yeah, I have no idea. That was that, chocolate cake. Right it might away. be. It might not be. Yeah. Do you know how hard it is to get uh, a donkey through a casino without anyone stopping you? Well, I thought that he had a gaming license. In any event, my, I thought that my you kids, were telling me that because. My kids and I. Went up to the gas station. We like to. Uh, I make sure none of us wear shoes or shirts because really? it's summertime. And on that note, by the way, a little, again, another. Before I even tell the egg roll story, um, I have neighbors now. So we have uh, egg rolls here. I have from neighbors. The Asian portion of this. And I have an outdoor shower. We have I have an outdoor shower. Asian egg rolls, and we have because yeah. we're near Philadelphia. We have Philly cheesesteak egg rolls, and we're gonna. Try those yeah. out and see. Yeah. So anyway, I, I'll tell you that other story in a second. But we go up to the gas station, and uh, they serve egg rolls at the gas station. And that sounds terrible, right? Oh, yeah. I had an egg roll, and after a couple bites, I realized that for the rest of the summer, every moment of every day, because it's only about a block away, I would be thinking about, should I go up to the gas station and get another egg, egg roll? That's how They're that delicious. And it's, that's exactly what's happened this summer. Every time I'm in town, from the moment I get home, I think, eh, maybe I should go get another egg roll. That's and I actually don't... I'll go so far as to say I'm not sure I've lived until I had that first egg roll. That was when things really kicked off for that me as Prince a person. Street pizza for me. Well, we also... <laughs> this would segue very beautifully into... Yeah, you want a. But, uh, but does this happen a the lot? Jeep. Yeah, the Jeep. This could be the G- well, yeah, the Jeep Gladiator. Really we got to talk about that. I don't yeah. know if I can be a man without a Jeep Gladiator, but we'll talk about that in a second. Because all I want to do every summer is some winching. You know that you can. There's a winch on the end, and I mean, I've, I, I daydream about the winching. I could it's be not doing. Even a real I want thing. a winch. I want to be winching. That's all I'm saying. A Jeep Gladiator has the winch on so the end. So what would you winch? You winch it up to what? What would I not winch? I'd be winching all the you time. Give them a winch. They take a mile. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is my last joke. I now will jump off the top of the Radisson Valley Forge Casino roof to my death. Good night, and winches get stinches. <laughs> Goodbye! <laughs> but no, I, before we go back to the Gladiator, I just want to talk about one thing with the egg rolls, because I feel like in life, this is happening a lot to me, I'll discover something, a new restaurant or even a... Um, I found a lake. I I found a lake. I found a lake in Los Angeles. You can ride your bike around and swim in. It's about 45 minutes from my house. And I I, I often discover things where I'm like, "You you didn't know about this. You're an idiot for not knowing about this. You lived here all these years. And this could have made you happier. And I'm, I'm often really hard on myself about stuff like this, the things I haven't discovered. Well, and that's, and that's, I'm, I think that's, that's unfair. The only, that's yeah. not the, the only, only way thing. to discover things is to just keep trying new things. No, but I think that's, that's what's beautiful about getting older. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't you want, instead of going, why haven't I noticed this before? You should be going, thank God I found this now. No, no. Oh, 
Of course I found this now. Mm. Oh, I'm so lucky to have lived this long to have found this mm. now. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's, thank God I got this before. I don't think it's, I should have seen this earlier because yeah. I think it's just, yeah, perfect. So these people, we didn't, we didn't have anybody mo- living next door because they were redoing a house next to us. Tell I have an outdoor tell shower. Me about it. No, I have serious. Like, tell me about it. I have an outdoor shower, so I would often shower naked out there because no one lived next door for oh, about this? I told three or four Katie years. About this today. No one lived there for about three or four years, and I know you have an so outdoor funny. shower too. And we, we at first, I was have, telling we have the ability to be naked outdoors. So we bought we bought a, a sort of a, a not a shower curtain. It was like a, a bamboo thing that you can put around the shower area so no one could see me shower naked in because 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 about three different apartment buildings now have been filled next door and they can all see my nakedness while I'm showering. And I realized, yeah, my nudity. I realized the other day, not only have I not put the uh, bamboo, my naked nudity, not only have I not put the bamboo up, I'm enjoying more uh, showering naked out there than I was before because I feel like it's an establishing my territory a little bit. That's so I told Uh, told Kate that and she was laughing so hard. But I want to (laughs) know, I want to know, is it about your exhibitionism? No, it's more my defiance of like, I live here. I lived here before you were here. This is my territory. I will shower naked if I goddamn please. It's primordial. And get me my gladiator if you have a problem with that, because I'll winch your ass out of here. I'll winch your dick to the back of my goddamn Jeep and take you to the Christmas party. I mean, it's just so funny, though, because I was really, like, worried that they would see me the first day or two. And I realized April's like, when are you going to put that thing up? And I was like, I don't think I am. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I think I like being I'll the naked your neighbor. I'll and bring you to a Vegemite convention and then shit in your parents' bathroom. <laughs> it's not. But it, trust me, it's not the exhibitionism of it. It's just the, I no, was I here before. That. I was here before you, you know, and I'll be here after you, damn it. I'm going to shower naked if I feel like it. What we're beginning to realize is you're quick to escalate. That's like (laughs) Cash Levy, quick to escalate. That should be... Hey, you know, we're doing a podcast now. You want to start things off with the uh, triple Triple banger banger lightning lightning round. round. Uh, Triple banger lightning round. Uh, Triple banger lightning round, question one. Question one, standing up. Just standing upright as a person, standing up. Uh, Poor man's coffee. I love this one. I've never thought of this. This is why you're so brilliant because this is something I never thought of. No one would ever think of. Cash was tired. He did the red eye so that he could spend more time with his family. He's a good man. You know, yes, he killed two young dogs in public out of cold <laughs> blood in Mexico in 1973. But... A man can change. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why it's so confusing that in 1978, he strangled 15 kittens okay. <laughs> and used their blood to suffocate four young dogs in Mexico. But all of us knew there's a better man underneath of the man that committed these heinous crimes in the yeah. 70s. In 1982, <laughs> Cash rented a helicopter and made 15 young paraplegic oh, no. otters <laughs> just sit in a uh, circular position in high chairs. And then as he took off, he decapitated every otter. Then he would later collect those, make a necklace, 
travel to Vietnam and involve himself in a it was a, a reenactment of the Vietnam War and it was <laughs> to be honest with you it was just him and a young Vietnamese boy named Ngoi and look and then we all thought that was the 80s everybody right. was doing cocaine everybody was doing that back then Every, everybody all, was doing those were different times those were di- this, as Cash Lake says those were different times 1993 <laughs> A man walks out of the revolving door in Wall Street. Oh, shoot. It was the very gentleman that Gordon Gecko from the major motion picture for Martin Scorsese, Wall Street, would be based on. Cash had laid a trap for him. He had created a papier-mâché penis that looked much like his own, but considerably longer. I didn't have any idea any of this was going to happen. When this man looked down, he said, Mmm, tasty. He went to grab it. Cash pulled him in like an old fish. And proceeded to have 15 Doberman pinchers look at him <laughs> as Cash ate him alive. Now, the 90s were a tough time. I mean, people were, I mean, people dressed different. There was a different sensibility. 1999. <laughs> Prince was partying as such. The century was about to turn. It was Y2K. Little did we know, Cash was behind. The Y2K paranoia. <laughs> he was doing it from a uh, bunker, concrete, in Colombia. He had been masturbating Caucasian orangutans in unison <laughs> to have them suddenly spit ejaculate all over the Colombian dictator that had been having intercourse with the Venezuelan dictator's cousin's <laughs> mother. At the very moment of ejaculation, the clock struck bong. It was 12 of those. And all the ejaculates (laughs) sprayed out. It turned out that Cash had fed them a benign acid pill, which would pass through their intestines and only open in their urethra. The acid burned and killed that very Caucasian orangutan. (laughs) And uh, that's how we made it through Y2K. And the rest is history? No. In, 2000... <laughs> in 2002, he went into a radio shack, and when they said, we're out of batteries, he slapped them on the thigh and said, you bet you are. So these are the things that you're saying you love about me? I, I, I forgot how to start it. It's a long and storied history, yeah. <laughs> long enough for both of us to have forgotten what started it. The coffee... Uh, triple banger? Is that what you're talking about? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So Cash goes, hey. Uh, I was tired before the show. I said, you want some coffee? And he goes, no, I think I'm just going to stand up. And I said, what? And he said, no, I don't even coffee. I'm just going to stand up. And I said, what do you mean? You, you don't want coffee? He goes, no, it's just it's really difficult to fall asleep standing up. And then it hit me. It was like, yeah. How many people stand up and just fall asleep yeah so standing up is the poor man's coffee it's the poor man's coffee that's why you don't want to let a security guard sit down and if you're someone that would i don't know say sneak into things which i don't know anyone that do such things Uh but you would always know that anyone sitting down is going to be less alert than standing up it was 2004 (laughs) gary coleman had become a security guard in the fox lot he sat only one 10 minute increment increment yeah 
Incremental. 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 Thermal increment. Incremental. Hot increment. Incremental. Took over the Fox lot, agreed to sell it to Disney, and now there's a monopoly in Hollywood that is unstoppable. A lot of people say this. Cash Levy, come on. Is he responsible for the downfall of Hollywood and the economy in Los Angeles and California at large? You tell me if a young kid from the Bay Area didn't want to take down Southern California the day he could say, Mama... I want to fuck it up. <laughs> and that is an egg roll. He just chomped down an egg roll. Wrong. You got to get a gas station egg roll. You got to come, come, down, come down to where I live the way we do. Also, Do it the way we do. Also, everywhere we go in Texas, they're always like, the best burritos are in the yeah. gas station. You know, the gas stations, they got nothing to prove, but they have everything to prove. Now, we were outside of Philadelphia. And the king of Prussia, of Prussia. Casino at Valley yeah. Forge. Yeah, I'm the squire of Prussia. And I am the duchess of, uh-uh, I'm done here, baby. <laughs> um, so we talked about they wouldn't give it to us, but if you put your name on something, be careful on the you, menu. Yeah. yeah. How proud are you of, of your name getting put on something? Because even on the way out here, when I, I drove in from Connecticut, we had a show, Connecticut yesterday, and I was driving through, and there's rest stops with people's names on them. Like, the Frank Billard's rest stop. Is that what you want to get your name put on? It's like, hey, Billard, frankly, keep your goddamn name <laughs> off this fucking toilet hole. I mean, is his parents like, let's go out to... Uh, our sons. Oh yeah. Our sons. Are yeah, they proud? Oh well, yes. If your kid had its own shitter named after them, I'd go <laughs> piss in that pot every goddamn day of the squat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what you wanted to say. You just is that, is that yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I wanted the to squat? say. Squat. All right. <laughs> Squatting while you urinate. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so, what's better to have your name something named after you on a menu or have an entire rest stop? Named after you. Depends on which one you shit in as much, you know. I guess I wish I wouldn't have said that. So <laughs> the valley. So they have the valley. The Forge valley forge. Yeah. Roll. In King of Prussia at the Asian food restaurant, mm-hmm. and it's just everything. They Is just that what you brought everything. us here? No, they wouldn't make it. But what they did do was they said the Asian restaurant makes a killer because we're forty-five minutes out of Philadelphia. Killer Philly cheesesteak egg roll. Now, I've had this at Mark Grossman's Helium. They have them at bars and stuff. But mm-hmm. this, the, the woman assured me, this is the real deal. So I'd like us both to try this egg roll now. Okay. Just listen to it. There you go. Just bite into it. And is it, what is it? Mm. Um, it's pretty good. It it doesn't. I don't think it beats my gas station. What do you think? It's good. I don't think I'd have a second bite or a second no. one. No. Um, Here's what's weird. They offer a Philly cheesesteak here. Yeah. 
They don't offer cheese Whiz. I've never understood that. It's so inexpensive. The entire hook of a Philly cheesesteak mm-hmm. is chopped steak, French baguette roll, grilled onions, and cheese Whiz. Cheese Whiz is so inexpensive. Yeah. But everywhere you go, they offer American cheese or provolone. I've never, I can't understand that. It doesn't make any sense to me. Let me ask you something. It would this be like a- somebody being like, All you need for a great piece of pizza is the dough, the tomato sauce, and the cheese. That's a New York plain slice of pizza. And then all over the country, people are like, get your New York plain slice of pizza in the airports, at different restaurants, a real New York style plain slice of pizza. You're like, okay, thank you. Please, uh, I'll have one of those. And they serve it to you, and it's the dough, the tomato sauce, and gravel with bird seed. <laughs> and you're like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think it's supposed to have cheese on top. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, well, listen. Here we do it a little different. We do it a little different here. Well, we I, do as we do. But I, I don't We do as we do. I understand. The whole point is to have cheese on the top. <laughs> yeah, but look. Wouldn't you rather have gravel and bird seed? It's like no, it's fresh gravel. I, I don't want I don't want any American cheese or provolone. Just buy the cheese whiz, and then I go. <laughs> Hold on, this all this gravel is made out of marble. How much does this cost? And they say, "Hey, look, already this is becoming a very confusing metaphor." I say, <laughs> "Don't get outside of this current hypothetical situation." Okay, okay, I guess it's your world. I'm just living in it. And I'm like, it actually is. I'm creating this hypothetical world to try and make a point that is analogous to what's going on with the Philly cheesesteak yeah, sandwich. Keep control of your characters. Oh, what, are you going to stop talking about me and I cease to exist? And I go, yeah, actually, that's exactly what's going to happen. He goes, hey, buddy, I can throw you out of this restaurant in one collapse of a snick stack. And I go, that's not even a real thing. He goes, well, it is now because you're living in my world. I said, I'm not living in your world. Now tell me, is cheese more expensive or less expensive than marble gravel with bird seed? He goes, this bird seed is organic. I said, exactly. He said, quit yelling. You're out of here. I walk out of the restaurant. And I walk into another hypothetical problem. <laughs> you know, sometimes you lose control of your hypothetical characters. It's terrible. You know? I'm still in one. I'm actually a hypothetical character from my mother being like, what if I had a son? <laughs> what would happen? And he just goes and he has behavioral problems in grade school. And then he goes to high school and so difficult. And then he's in college and somebody attacks. And then he's after, you know, let trying me, to be a stand ask- comedian. And then he goes into Hollywood. And so the darkness of fame overtakes it. People go after him. And, he, and then I... And he's, but he has this great friend, Cash Levy, and they do this podcast, which I guess that's some sort of new media. It's like radio, but it's capsules thereof. And, and of course, my father would be like, capsules? Why are you pronouncing it like that? And she'd be like, well, capsules, whatever. My father's like, I don't want to break into this whole hypothetical situation about how our son is a hypothetical situation of what you're talking about. And she goes, just shut the fuck up, okay? She's going, you know, and then... He's successful, and he does some films, but he wants to return to stand-up. And then what if he just, what if my son just ends up in a Valley Forge casino in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, with more Chinese food than he knows what to do with, doing a podcast that who knows what knows where, know what. And 
he loses control of his hypothetical characters. Should we really have that son? And then this would be that moment where I disappear and we return to my mother's world. And she's like, now, uh, yeah, let's have let's have a daughter. (laughs) You were just a figment of her imagination. I know my whole life. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's been a pretty long life. Yeah. Well, she's fooled a lot of people with her visions. What if he almost died? No, because you're part of the whole situation, too. So I don't exist either. In this scenario, well, it's in her mind, you do. Mm-hmm. The thing is, we have to keep this all going in a way that we can direct her hypothetical just to keep imagination it. to believe yeah. that it would be a good idea, uh, so that it actually happens. Exactly. So we're doing good work here. I That's... don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we gotta. You know what we should do uh, to be to con- continued? I think we should go get more egg rolls. Come back, and then I'll show you the donkey. What do you think? Can I show you the donkey in the next episode? You want to do one more episode, and then we'll I'll show you the donkey? Or yeah, no? of course, yeah. What do you think? Yeah? No? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>